welcome to the Untouched Quest. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Siri. And if you want to follow the story, you can read ElfQuest for free at ElfQuest.com. And if you like what you hear, remember to follow us at your favorite podcast platform. So today we're going to talk about dream time number five through eight. Someone enters the dark side of dreams. We see a more creative style of dreaming. There's a repeating dream. And we get to see the connection between two strong souls. I'm a little confused. Okay. Because I thought Tilit was younger than the twins. Yeah, but she lives lived for 500 years. Oh, shit, I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So she is younger according to the year she was born. But she's been living longer because the twins traveled in time. Yeah. They're Uh, time travelers and she has been sleeping for 10,000 years, so. And she was awake 500 years before that. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. We get to meet um, some cute, really, really cute small birds. Yeah. Kind of like ducks. They are in, it's like um, their first fly. So they are like cheering on them. Yeah, or first dive as they call it. Yeah, they're like leaving the nest. Yeah. Moon hatchers. Is that, (laughs) is that a bird? In real life, or is this an elf quest bird? I think it's an elf quest bird. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard good. of a moon catcher. I'm not good at like English birds. No, <laughs> me neither, but I've never heard of a moon hatcher. Let us know if it <laughs> this is, is a real bird or it, an elf it quest It sounds bird. like an elf quest bird, it does. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So they're born or hatch up in a hollow tree, and when they get off age, so to say, they have to like um, jump out of the tree and into the pond. To like get their first swim. Mm-hmm. Till it comments that it's a little hard way of beginning life, but that's just nature. You're just like pushed into it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how a lot of birds have to start their day. Like or they have to try to animals. Yeah, they have to take the first leap. They have to try fly, be- and they have to do that all before they know that they can actually do it. Yeah. So the twins are just sitting there watching everything with Tilly as a nightfall comes in. Yeah, and Pike and the wolf is eager for her to go hunting with them because yeah. apparently she and Pike is like hunting buddies. I did not know that was a thing, but Nightfall sure. is a really good uh, archer. Yeah, but like um, uh, hunting buddies. Yeah, I, there's. They do a lot in the background that we don't get to see a lot. So this is like a sweet little thing that we get to see them go out hunting together. Yeah. And apparently that you have your hunting buddy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not just like, does someone go want to go hunting with me? No, no. You you are howl for your hunting buddy and your wolf to come hunting with you. Because yeah. Maybe, yeah, it's something about chemistry that they hunt better together with your hunting buddy. I don't know. Yeah. And while the ride off, she decides to tell her dream. She does. And her dream happens in the time when Tilit and Venka were still cubs. Also here I forgot that Tilit and Venka basically was the same age. Or more or less the yeah, same age. Yeah, more or less the same age. Venka is a tiny but bit older. Yeah, but Venka feels so much more mature. Until it, I don't know why it just like feels like it might be the rake in her, and like Tilly has a lot of that free spirit um, that can 
feel very childlike. Yeah, but she's then very warm here on the height, different than them. They are not like if it would be human years, it would just be like a year separating. Yeah, them, or you a know, couple like of years with the height difference. Yeah, so they're approximately the same age. Yeah, and in this dream, uh, Redlands comes over to her with a single sad withered flower in his hand and it begins to work his three shaping magic the flower turns into cutter a cutter with renewed power yeah and like just giving a lot of positive energy and power to the new halt and everyone because yeah, yeah. they have been so sad for so many years yeah which i th- i thought of this as more as like uh, the flower kind of representing Cutter in the cocoon. Yeah. And then when they wake up, it's more like when we wake up, everyone's going to be happy. But Cutter wasn't that happy when he woke up, though. He still struggles no, a lot. But this is Nightfall's, um, yeah. I will say, inner dream or yeah. inner, like, and it's this also is what I hope for. a way of seeing, like, um, she, like, Nightfall and Redlands is kind of healing Cutter and helping him through all of these tough times, being his closest family as they were once love mates when they were children yeah and also that nightfall and redlands were the ones cuddling with them at the end of last episode yeah (laughs) so they're they're very very close and it's kind of looks like he's in their own way like healing his wounds or Mm -hmm. that is one of their strongest desires but she also says that our chief thrives so uh, as our as our chief thrives, so thrives the tribe. Mm-hmm. So to say, like the wolf riders aren't doing good if Cutter isn't doing good. But you can see that with like rulers of countries and CEOs of companies yeah. and stuff. When the ruler is a douchebag, the country Suffers. is suffering. Yeah. So makes sense. But as they kind of start their new happy life, a shadow appears. Yeah, first th- I thought it was like, this is um, Cutter's dark side. Oh, really? Yeah, like it could. this could kind of represent Cutter. Like I clearly th- saw that that was Kavi, though. Yeah, like you still see the stag and everything. but And like her braids and... I thought of it more as like the dark side of Cutter because he had been so dark before they went to sleep. You yeah, know? yeah. Not that they were afraid of him, because or his darkness like won't that. go away. It doesn't disappear. No, but obviously you can see it here when Nightfall shoots the arrow at the shadow. You can see that Rayak, Vinoville, and Two Edge, like, start showing, and Cutter is like in front together with the other ones. Yeah, because so it couldn't be Cutter's dark no, side. No, because she says that, um, that the dark. Uh, silhouette, silhouette tries to feed on Cutter's strength, drawing him yeah. in. I see the I see the forest fading, the way fading. Cub's chief and life mate, all consumed by the ravenous shadow. So like she sees all of the most important persons to her mm-hmm. being like taken by this dark shadow. Yeah, they're like sucked in. Yeah, but as they like disappears, Lothar comes. And she called them the loveless ones. Which is Rayek, Renewal, and Two Edge. I don't really know why she has to put Two Edge into this. 
like of course he has his he has own struggles yeah and he has wronged them but he has also helped them so much like i don't know why i don't look at twitch as like the villain no he has done a lot of he weird stupid stuff but he is only a product of winnowill being cruel yeah and it's i feel like Yes, he wanted to have the war elves against troll and yeah. all that, but if the elves wasn't going to the palace and going into the mountain, that would never have happened. So no. he's just like taking advantage of the situation. And he has never like he didn't he didn't get the w- war to happen. No, that was going to happen anyway. Like no, or, I mean like he didn't want it to happen. Because he wanted the elves to die or the trolls to die. He did that because he has such a big inner struggle with himself and his identity. That that was kind of in his mind. It had to be done for him to decide what he is. Is he elf or is he troll? He yeah. didn't do it to be malevolent or to hurt anyone. Or or it wasn't really for his own gain. Like, he wasn't going to win anything. No. He just wanted to figure out his inner battle. Yeah, and he has been so hurt and manipulated by Winnowill that mm-hmm. finding a better and, like, good way of doing this isn't that easy when you've been manipulated and hurt your whole life. No. You kind of lean into a way of, well, okay, this is probably the best way of doing it because this is all I've ever learned. And I don't see, like, Rake has been kind of a villain in uh, a lot of ways. But he's not loveless. He's learning to love more and more. And he but ha- I like don't... He has a lot of love He's not loveless. He's selfish. Yeah. That's he has a lot things. of love for Lita. A lot of love and for And a lot of love for himself. I don't look at Vinoville having a lot of love for herself. No. She's just an empty shell. Yeah. So I can understand her being called loveless, but the two others, no, I don't, I don't see it. Like Rick deeply loves both um, Lisa, Equar, and Venka. Yeah, and a little bit like to hate someone, you still need to love them because yeah. he once loved Kavi. Yeah, and now and he hates her. Yeah, like if you were kind of done with her, you would have like. Your feelings are gone, you yeah. know? When you hate someone, it's still because of love. It is. So. So he... I, I don't get the loveless part of him or uh, to Edge, but... The, you know, it'll it's, I, it's, it's better to say more like the villains or her enemies or something like that, though. Yeah, it is. And those I are understand the why she would put them as the... T- three bad guys yeah those are the three who caused her a lot of pain yeah absolutely and the whole tribe like we see that they're basically sucking out all the joy and everything from all the other elves and she's just like watching them take them yeah she also says that they are without pity and without loyalty yeah which might be more true than the loveless part it is that, but that gives it more room of interpretation, which Loveless doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as everything is going down, she shoots at them again to try to take them down. But then they turn into, like, a pack of humans instead. Yeah. And, and they're just, like, 
eating everything like yeah. branches and they're kind of crazy humans being super barbaric in a way i don't know yeah and they they look like the gutra humans or yeah. like the, that time period of humans. yeah they're not as modern as they are right, right now. now no but then they also turn into a shadow and disappear and she just like run into emptiness yeah which is also like a reoccurring nightmare that i have myself which is like so hard to disappear but it's just like emptiness it's not light it's not dark it's just like a void mm-hmm. empty void and you just like stumble around for nothing you don't know where you're going you don't know where you came from it's just like it's such a weird feeling but yeah. also so terrifying yeah i don't know how to explain it and she calls out for red lions cutter the cubs yeah everyone and now she's in the go back lodge but there's also trolls there or they're no the, the it's two edge oh that's two edge oh, okay <laughs> it's the loveless ones yeah yeah makes it yeah because yeah being okay yeah and now they are have all of like cutter red lions and the cubs like in the middle and they're like sucking the life out of them yeah they're just basically skeletons with skin right now the funny thing though about that picture is <laughs> cutter six pack yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just looked at it as like he can't have a six pack when <laughs> like when his bones and skin <laughs> everyone is literally only bones and skin there's nothing left of them but Cutter still got his six pack. So he still has some meat on his. Yeah. O- also, look at his chest. The chest is like mus- a lot of muscular. Muscle yeah. yeah. Well, the <laughs> others are like hollow. Cutter is like, I got Yeah, you some don't muscles. like even like the lady elves. You see their uh, chests are like sucked in. There's no boobs left on them. Yeah. But Cutter still has his chest muscles and six yeah, pack. Yeah, he do. <laughs> I I thought that pretty funny. Like that's a quite big part of Cutter. It Uh, is, but but we will still understand that's Cutter if he didn't. Yeah, in this picture, it would make more sense if he didn't have those attributes. Yeah. No, Cutter is just so strong that it takes so much power to suck out his muscles. (laughs) Yes. And. But we don't really get to know how this ends because she starts to shoot a lot of arrows. But then she's waken. Yeah. Again by Kavi and we don't, or I don't know why. But she says something here though. That was the moment Kavi mistakenly, mistaking me for Cutter, sliced open my cocoon. Mm-hmm. So Kavi was looking to wake Cutter and she woke was. Nightfall instead. Yeah. But also then she was like, I knew the answer. I knew like, um, how to save everyone but we never get to know that she doesn't get to know that either like because she was walking too soon yeah she just knew she knew how but she doesn't really know what she had figured out no because that was her dream conscious not her real conscious so like i think that a lot of this dream is built upon her fear it is of those people but it would have been so interesting to know what the answer was yeah. for everything because that could have helped the tribe yeah absolutely in real life too not only a dream yeah and as she is done telling pike about her dream he smells a husk tog but also here Tusk. nightfall Tusk says 
And when Covey woke her, she thinks she herself caused my dream. Yeah. So Covey is the source of her dream. Yeah, uh, kind of like she feels like Covey coming close to and Nightfall feeling the danger of her uh, presence mm-hmm. and the conjured need to the dream. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like Covey was looking for a cutter, but we don't know why. I know why. Mm-hmm. You yeah, will you know do. why once we yeah. read Kavi. Yeah, Empire says, like, no, none of us, not even Strongbow, has even outmatched you, your will to protect. Yeah. So she just felt she had to protect everyone, even in the cocoons. Mm-hmm. It's in that perspective, it's quite lucky that um, Kavi mistook her cocoon for cutters. Yeah. So that she she got that dream. She felt the need to protect everyone. And she knows she can protect everyone. Maybe that dream helped her with whatever happened after Kavi woke her. But now they're off hunting for the tusk. Yeah. But Nightfall isn't feeling the hunt. No. She's, no. And that's also a rule for wolf riders, right? Like You don't you hunt You have alone. to be in the mood to do it. Otherwise everything will go wrong and like you have to be in the right mindset yeah right? because it is life and death after all it mm-hmm. kind of costs your life if your head isn't in it you shouldn't be doing it yeah but you shouldn't and go hunting alone either no it's <laughs> a rule not to hunt alone mm-hmm. just to have somebody back you up um so she goes back to um to lead and the cubs yeah and the twins are in the water swimming around with the ducks and i like how like it looks like one of the ducklings is biting ember's tongue <laughs> do you see it mm-hmm. it's like why why do you do that yeah like stick out your tongue so the duckling can bite it <laughs> <laughs> it probably thinks it's food the duckling thinks it's food yeah yeah, yeah because it looks like a worm yeah but pike still really wants to hunt his tusk yeah don't take on that tusk hug alone pike (laughs) no but i'll show her i'll catch it with my bare hands so even leaving my spear here because that's super clever yeah go hunting without my spear yeah absolutely like no weapon so he sees it and he literally jumps it and tries to catch its legs (laughs) <laughs> but that's too stupid. Now he's like riding it backwards. Yeah, just like and Ember were in um when she was riding her wolf into the palace. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. But this is a wild animal. Ember's yeah. wolf is like their friends. The Tuskog doesn't have any connection with Pike at no, all. Doesn't. For him, Skywise is there. No, Cutter, Cutter is there. Is there. And Cutter gets quite mad, like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to do this alone. This is against the rules. Where's your spear? Mm-hmm. And he explains, like, I can do this alone. And I like Cutter is like, for for you, that should be easy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't believe him at all. Cutter gives him that very Cutter, are you sure I look? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't believe you, I but... I think you're biting on a little bit too much. I'm gonna let you 
fail on this on your own even though i know you're gonna fail yeah like okay i'm gonna go along he's like this i must see yeah and he starts like pike starts talking about his dream yeah (laughs) which is like we said last time a pike dream it is definitely a pike dream you would have known looking at this right away that oh this is a pike dream yeah you can see a big throat 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 with dream bears in it and two troll ladies and pike that are crushing the dream berries to make dream berry wine yeah but then there's two troll ladies because pike has been drinking or eating so much dream berries that he's so drunk that even the troll ladies are pretty. Yeah, he says that even the troll maidens look beautiful to me. But he gets squished between their lips, like... Yeah, they're like (laughs) kissing him and smothering him between themselves. Like, there's a lot... The whole tribe of elves and some trolls are, like, sitting around watching and laughing and drinking and, like, having a really, really good time. Mm Mm-hmm. So his solution is that he needs to drink. Like, he needs to get small. Yeah. But before he continues his dream, he's like, Shh, the dust cog went into that hole. Look, I just put my bum in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. It's like, I'm just gonna smoke him out. So I'm just gonna sit here with my bum inside the hole that the animal is yeah. hiding inside, which is clever. Yeah. And he's like, don't, don't worry. I will feel when it's coming. Just you wait, and they wait like until sun goes down and it's like really dark. Yeah, he have time to explain the rest of his dream. Yeah, which is like it gets so small. Yeah, since he's being crushed so badly between these two um, bubblicious troll maidens, he shrinks into the size, such a small size that he like falls down into the vine, and uh, with all of the dream berries. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, it's not good enough being just a small me. I want to turn into a dream berry. Yes, because they're reaching down to me and they're going to catch me and I don't want that. So he turned into a dream berry. But then he's afraid they're going to step on him because he's like so in he the like throat. just so. jumps out of the dream berry throat. Like a like jumping ball. Yeah, it's just like bouncing out. Yeah. Bouncing ball, that's probably what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's probably called yeah. jumping ball, bouncing Yeah, bouncing something ball. like that. <laughs> but then he's eaten by a troll that sees him. Yeah. And at that moment, he's like, what? It's him? Because he somehow knows that the tusk hog is coming for him. And he jumps up and lands on the back of it. And Cutter is like holding its tusks and like trying to hold it off. Mm-hmm. But none of them has any weapons to kill it with. Or Cutter do. Cutter has New Moon, but oh, he true, can't but let go of the tusks. Because then he's going to bite him. Yeah, or he's going to be speared. Yeah. But he takes some dirt and just like... No, first, the tusk like um runs back into its hole. So Cutter gets stuck oh, in a hole. Oh, yeah, so they're in the hole, that's right. So his right. body's outside the hole and his head and face is inside of the hole. And it's just looking at the f- the uh, hog. Mm-hmm, but then he stuffs his throat with a lot of dirt. And he tells, yells to Pike to pull me out! 
Mm-hmm. And they run away. Yeah. Climb up a tree because they're like, we need to get away. Yeah. And then this is like, um, uh, always a way out, huh? Always. That's what my dream taught me. <laughs> taught you. <laughs> you got eaten by a troll. Yeah, <laughs> a drunken troll ate you. Mm-hmm. I escaped. How? How do you <laughs> think? think? <laughs> oh, dung. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he was literally pooped out. out. Yep. So he mm. learned from his dream that there's always a way <laughs> out. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> you get shit out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> what we could take from this, Pike, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing that he did take something from it. Yeah. Yeah. But then Krim, this is Krim, right? Yeah, Krim. Krim comes and she's like, lost something. And she almost spared Pike with his spare. Like, Yeah. He's like, yeep. But Scott and Krim uh, kills the Tusk Hog. Yeah. And the Wolf Riders share the meat. Like they always do. Yeah. But Krim and Scott isn't really happy with that because they would prefer to cook the meat. Yeah, because they are eating it raw. Yeah. Because they don't want to attract any attention whatsoever. So they don't want to build a fire to create smoke or yeah. smell or light or yeah, everything. And that is how the wolf riders have lived for like ever. And that is like how the elf wolf riders have lived forever. They haven't built fires and they haven't cook their meat because they have like been in hiding from humans and cooking meat isn't hiding no so they did decide to go against cutter's wishes yeah because they stormed out of the hole because they were quite mad like they don't want to hide they want to go out and kill humans and fight and do whatever and then they saw a campfire yeah, because they don't understand, like, the um, desire to being kept alive for so long because they no. are raised being, like, headfirst into battles. Yeah, they've been raised to live a fast life. And they also say that you and I see it the way, Scott. See it that way, Scott. Cutter never will. Uh, wait. Uh, hiding our tails and watching for humans under every rock. As long as we have bread your share of young what's so something important about keeping alive mm-hmm. like bread your share what is your share how many is that I don't know I don't either but like for the go backs is as you grow up it's important for you to like breed and have babies and when you had enough babies you kind of are allowed mm. to go out and literally kind of kill yourself i will look at your share as at least two so you yeah. you what is multiply yourself <laughs> yeah you know yeah because the, you don't want the tribe to become one less you want the no. tribe to co- become bigger yeah so you stronger. would have to like get more than one mm-hmm but at least one, hopefully two, and then you can go into battle and yeah. die. <laughs> and <laughs> then you're allowed die to with die. Glory. Yeah. And now they're like, I just want some food, so it's uh, better to go to the humans and be seen and take their food. Mm-hmm. 
But by this time, Pike has eaten and he's pretty full and he's realized that his life mates are gone. Mm-hmm. And there's no food left for them. Yeah, and where but are he, they? Um, he can smell where they went and he quickly understands that they follow the smoke because they yeah. want some meat. <laughs> of course you are. Um... Oh, Scott! Smoke from some human cook fire, Scott Krim. Tell me, you tell me, you're not that witless. Of, of course, course you, you are. I know you. You want it. You get it. And Dungball, in the face of any of, of any no slayer. No mm-hmm. slayer. Well, we won't. I won't tell you. I won't tell on you. I just hope you don't have to save. I just hope I don't have to save your stubborn necks. Well, they has to. But also Scott and Krim got pretty surprised because the humans weren't afraid of them. No, because they jumped the humans thinking like we're going to scare them off. Yeah, but they didn't get scared. They get surprised and be like, what is this? Yeah, they said, oh, poor lad. His tunics are placed because um, Scott like fell face first mi- in the middle of the fire. Yeah, and he s- catches fire. Yeah. So they try to help help him, but it's Scott like doesn't understand or Krim doesn't understand that they actually try to help. No, because the humans initially think that these are just children. Yeah. They don't initially understand that these are elves. But they run away when Pike and the wolf yeah. arrive, right? And because before that, they say Treshksh do you know what that is? Where? Uh, right under a picture of Krim. No. Is it the new god? So it's not Gotara, but now it's Tereshks. Yes! Oh, is I, it new Gotara? I kind of assumed it because humans have developed god. Yeah. For a while. Like, with the Stone Age, there was probably more like the god of fire and all yeah. that. Like, super simple... And we developed into more... Now they have Tresks. I like Gotra better. Just by the name. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy Gotra a lot better as well. By the, the name. I don't even know really how to pronounce it. Trext. Me neither. Yeah, no. So we're probably going to botch it. And we're going <laughs> to say it a hundred different ways. But <laughs> That's life. Mm-hmm. But the humans say spirits... Forest spirits were angered them. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. run away. They They're after us. Run. They no, don't no. call them demons. No. They call They're them forests forest spirits. Yeah. That is quite a jump from like earlier where they were demons. But I think they have noticed that they are there. Yeah. But they have also noticed that the elves are not a threat to them. Yeah, and they have had like so legends of them from old times, but like the elves have been asleep for 10,000 years. Mm-hmm. So nobody has seen them in 10,000 years. No, and also it's more like when you can't see them and they are not a threat to you, it's more like a fairy tale kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and over 10,000 years, it's not that strange that the demons turned into spirits. True. But Scott is quite burned. He is. And he's in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And also, like, a little um, 
sad for Krim and Scott though. Um, yeah. Pike's wolf is eating the meat, <laughs> so they didn't yeah. even get the meat from all of this. And Krim is like yelling, like we need that fat to dress Scott's burns. So like they don't want the wolf to eat it, not simply because they want to eat the meat, but because they need it for medicinal reasons. Mm-hmm. They managed to put him up in a wolf, and Krim runs first to try to uh, um, get Lita. Mm-hmm. And also Scott asks, like, why aren't you mad at me? Yeah. And he and Pike just answers, like, I know you're going to get your share from Cutter when we get home, so... I don't have to yell at you because nope. Cutter is going to give you whatever is needed anyway. I know anyway. you're going to get some, so... Yeah, I don't have to. It's also a little... I feel it's like a little bit... Since we share bed, I'm going to keep our... Um, yeah, like relationship sane, and you can get the yelling from someone they, else. They're life mates. They share everything. Mm-hmm. They really don't like. He don't need to be yelled at. No. By Pike, like it's enough that Cutter's gonna do because Cutter's gonna do it well enough anyway. He is. And we learned that he didn't really dream. He's just like walking in the snow. Yeah. And do you think that's like um that that's like a sign that the um, Gobaks don't really dream for anything or desire for anything? They just live to fight and that's it. They don't have a dream to accomplish anything like I think that what they see most of their life up in those mountains is just the white and just barely seeing the silhouette of another person in front of them. Mm-hmm. They don't experience a lot of like um, different, um, like the turn of the seasons and different animals. And a lot of what they see is just the uneasiness and knowingness of the dark that is like walking in a snowstorm, even yeah. though snowstorms are kind of light. But um, so I kind of, I think it is kind of the way that they live that they just accept life as it comes mm-hmm. and you just finish off being like my spirit will go back to the palace and dwell with the others who've gone before yeah so it's just like it feels like there's like that's life i don't care about anything else i don't care about dreaming about shit that i can't have like mm-hmm. but i think that as they like get more accustomed to living in different climate they will like start dreaming and like have wishes for other things than just to survive but he says something really funny right after he's finished with um telling about the dream he says haha well we'll give rake such a hard time he'll give up on trying to be the high one for g- <laughs> yeah yeah he doesn't like rake no one he's gonna stay in that palace to annoy the hell out of Rick. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really get the welcome back as they thought. They thought like, oh, Lita's going to come and help us and heal him and, and everything. And she's so kind and she's so gentle, but she heals him. But. And then she smacks him. Yeah. She is the one who gives him the... Um, schooling yeah she is the one who gives him the schooling for going out and going against the rules in the halt yeah cutter comes he's of course mad too but 
he's just like basically repeating what Lita just said. Yeah, you were seen by human wars in that you attacked them. If the old hate ended while we slept, you stirred them up again. And he's going to give him a lesson. And Pike actually has a good point, though, because he's like, they wasn't raised like us. They don't know, really. Like, they just follow their instincts, mm-hmm. and their instincts are different. Yeah. And he basically go back to dream and be like, some of us flee from the problems, <laughs> like he did, mm-hmm. being a dream berry. <laughs> and some of us fly above them, like, um, Kavi, no, not Kavi, Venka and, Venka and Santi. Yeah. And then um, fear of a fear makes us want to protect what we have, mm-hmm. so we can keep going. Scott and Krim live a part of the way we've lost sight of. They truly live in the now of the wolf thought, and that is true because, like in their dream, they see just right now. They don't have any thoughts about what has been or will be. No, they're just like we're hungry right now. We see food there, and we're gonna go get it. Yeah. But there's two elders that's not that happy with them. No, so they come and give him another scolding. Or both of them. They're basically going to give them both detention. Mm-hmm. And it is... Strongbow and Night... Yeah. Fall? Is it? No, it's not Nightfall. No. It's um Moonshade. Yes. The Strongbow and Moonshade punishment or detention. Mm-hmm. It really feels like detention. <laughs> it does. So Moonshade is sitting, um, teaching Krim how to make nice leathers. Yeah, make it soft and smooth yeah. and nice. For days. And yeah. she thinks it's so boring. It's just like scratching and scratching and scratching the fur. Yeah, it like ugh, it takes so long. And when are we done? When are we going to be finished? She's just like, I'd rather be sniffing Moon's old fur fish guts and that says a lot yeah. like fish guts smells bad when they're fresh so when they're like a month old <laughs> yeah yeah and she said also says that um that's the idea keep scraping mm-hmm. and also she's like well it's not as hard as strongbow like you should be mm-hmm. happy you ended up with me and not strongbow <laughs> mm-hmm. and I feel like it's pretty. Mm, it's a pretty p- harsh punishment for Strongbow to show off like the wolf way of pack leadership and mm-hmm. be like, "We're gonna eat you if you don't shut up." Like, yeah, you are going you. to have to listen. I am the leader. I decide. You do not challenge me. Mm-hmm. And he's like sending to uh, Scott, and he's like, "Oh, cut it out!" Because he's not used to sending. No, not at all. But too bad for him. He's mm-hmm. with Strongbow because Strongbow doesn't talk. So yeah, you better get used to sending. I told you, no talking. Send. Mm-hmm. And just they just keep watching them, seeing how the wolves resolve every struggle inside of the pack. I I think it teaches him a lot, but also Scott is kind of like stubborn. Yeah. And be like, Ugh, why do I have to do this? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I hate trying to send it. It makes my head ache. Mm-hmm. Well, if you practice more and talk less, you'd feel uh, you'd feel better. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you'd feel at one with the tribe, but that's true because a lot of what happens inside of the tribe is being shared through sending. And also when they go hunting, they use sending so the animal can't hear them. So everything is through sending. In like Indirectly, everything is through sending. Yeah. They talk, of course, but sending is higher. Yeah, and Scarlet like replies, duty, duty, duty. Come on, Arrowhead. You know you love me. <laughs> he do, but he's annoyed too because Strongbow is annoyed by everyone. <laughs> yeah, of course you're loved, but you could be more respected mm-hmm. if you truly wanted to. And yeah. that is true. If they just like show the wolf riders that they, they respect their ways, the yeah. wolf rider would respect them more as tribe mates. Totally. And when the um, when uh, Strongbow and Scott come back to Krim and uh, Moonshade, mm-hmm. Moonshade and Strongbow is like luck sending, and they get so annoyed. They're like, "You think you're better than us because you're sending and luck sending," and they really gets mad because they think that and then uh, Nightfall and Strongbow mm-hmm. never Moonshade share any and oh, Strongbow Moonshade, yeah, never share anything with yeah. them. Or with anyone. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. They lock send because it's like that's how they most comfortably privately talk. It has doesn't have anything to do with like closing anyone else out. It's no. just what feels most natural. It's for more them. also like they could just come and whisper. Yeah. That's the same thing. Yeah, it's just that this feels the most comfortable to them, so that mm-hmm. is what they do. And then they're like, We will show you. Sit. Yeah, the first day are like, um, you'd think you're high ones. And Crims is like, oh, they might as well be. So what? Go back, treat everyone the same. He means we don't grow f- grow old if we can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's like we go and die instead. Yes, yeah, so we don't learn to respect ed- age. At least we can laugh with Tree Stump and Clairebrook. But... A fern love more than you, than Strongbow, and neither of you share. There's no getting closer to you. And they look at them with like these haunted looks. Like, is that what you think? Mm-hmm. They don't think they're better because they're older. They are no. just like wiser. We they have are so many experiences, and we have learned so much through the years. And they are not big talkers, but that doesn't mean that they don't share things with the no. tribe. But they share with sending and they yeah. don't like sending. So they are kind of outsiders. Yeah. So they get them to like sit down with them and they like open send with them. Like their truce. Truce. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's too strong. It hurts. Like if you put yes, on a like bloodlight in their face. Stop it. But they're like, but this is what you want. Words aren't enough. Bodies aren't enough. This is how we share. And they're like kind of forcing their images on them, but also they ask for it. Yeah, you sh- decide how c- how close is too close. You set the boundaries. We will honor them. Here are here we are one, and age means nothing. Come enter our dream. And you see, like they're. I I think they're pro- probably sharing their life dream because they basically share yeah, a lot I of shadows. I love this picture. It's kind yeah. of like seeing their souls in their it is. truest form. It's so beautiful. 
but yeah, we like to see them meeting under the moon, um, usually getting pregnant, them having a cub, losing the cub crescent, getting a new cub. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of, like, showing them their life and everything that they're going through and their journey. And I think that, like, for the elves, there's a lot more, like, words and feelings and everything going into it than what we can read into. Yeah. And it's too much for Scott and Krim. Yeah. Like, and like no, deeper. no deeper. Why? Why give so much of you to our yourself to us from anyone who invites us? Or is invited. We were told nothing but our soul names. And I thought that our heads, our hearts, our rules were small. And that standing over you made us feel big. We, our wolf friends, were all just bits of flesh swirling in the waist-deep sea. Where all is possible. Nothing ever gets done. Nothing can unless we abide by the rules we make. And I think this is the lesson that both of them need. Yeah. Because I love it now when Scott goes up to Cotter. <laughs> yes. And he like, like rolls over. No words. He just like lays down on the ground, like rolls over, and pulls up his shirt and be like, "Give me belly rubble." Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm showing you my belly. Like you're my boss. Yeah. Like just rub my belly because that's what wolves does when they are being in their uh, submissive. When they're being submissive to their uh, leader, the pack leader. Yeah. Basically, what they do when they give up a fight. Yeah, like showing them that you are indeed the stronger one. Mm-hmm. And when Carter basically like, all right, you're forgiven. He's just like, yahoo! <laughs> Celebrate! <laughs> yeah. I did the right thing! <laughs> and then like, pucks up um, Shen Shen and Tilly. My rump is saved! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Now we can keep it to keep it out of trouble. Mm-hmm. But also Tillit is um has um good point though. Cutter has forgiven, but the tall ones won't forget. Yeah. Very true. And also this they, they saw Lita. Lita days ago. Mm-hmm. Krim and Pike is Scott's life mates. Yeah. And now he's picking up Shen Shen and taking her with him. Because he's probably a little like Skywise, so he's just like the, you know. They share, okay. Just look at Lita and Cutter last Up episode. For a little play, lovely maiden. Yeah. Nothing soul piercing, nothing deep, no skill likes, so no sending and no recognition. Just We're just gonna have fun. Just fucking. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute and they're like okay let's go let's have mm-hmm. fun <laughs> for the next episode we're going to talk about dream time number 9 through 12 so until next time go recognize the troll